This is Coach Aaron Saft and the MR Running Pains Podcast. As I uh, kind of advertised uh, previously, today's guest is Jesse Fuller. Jesse is uh, an amazing individual. Uh, not only is he an ultra runner, but uh, he does some great work with athletes like all of us. Um, he has a really great foundation in um, strength and mobility, and so what Jesse does is, as he'll describe, is uh, if you have something going on uh, or if you know of something that's a uh, habitual, um, repeated injury or um, you know lack of mobility, that he'll kind of snuff it out. <laughs> uh, he'll uh, you know assess, kind of does like a, a screening, if you will, and then uh, prescribes exercises and stretches to help uh, kind of get you back to uh, to health or to um, to really you know uh, strengthen your running uh, so that you don't get hurt in the future. Um, Jesse doesn't um, assess or um, uh, define an injury. He doesn't um, you know, he's not that type of uh, uh, professional, he you know actually suggests going to a medical professional if you are injured or having problems uh, to get your diagnosis. So um, you know he'll he'll after that diagnosis help you kind of uh, find your way back to health. Um, or like I said, in my case, uh, I was not hurt. I was just starting back up and wanted to make sure that things look good. So in our screening, you know, he, he saw some things that I could work on, uh, gave me a lot of uh, stretches and some, uh, some strength exercises, which don't require much equipment at all. So I really appreciated uh, Jesse's assessment. Uh, so anyway, Jesse is awesome, as you'll hear. Love this interview. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Hope you take something away from it. Uh, Jesse's contact is in the show notes if you'd like to reach out to Jesse to uh, schedule your own appointment. Um, Jesse and I, we just met and I, I learned about him on Instagram. And you can follow him on Instagram. He does a bunch of videos almost on a daily basis of mobility and, uh, and, and uh, strength. So check him out on there. Uh, so I will give you Jesse's interview here. And after his interview, I'll go through everything that's going on here in the world of MR running paints. Very good. Well, as I've been, uh, touting in my introductions for the past few weeks, I'm excited to have on the podcast, Jesse Fuller, Hello. um, <laughs> Jesse's surprised by that comment, but, uh, I've, <laughs> this conversation I know has been coming. So I've been excited to introduce everybody to you. So Jesse, please, uh, how are you today? I'm good, man. It's Friday. <laughs> yes, we are recording on Friday, October 28th, um, for posterity's sake. And uh, um, Jesse, why don't you start out? Um, tell us a little bit about you, your background, um, you know, where you grew up, um, and then we'll, we'll get into your professional life and your running life and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. Hello, everybody. Um, like Aaron mentioned already, my name's Jesse Fuller. And I currently reside in the Washington, D.C. metro area. And I'm a strength and conditioning and corrective exercise specialist. And wow, that sounded like a very long-winded office <laughs> title. Um, I don't know why I said that. But I'm, I, I specialize in biomechanics, uh, especially for endurance athletes and uh, ultra-distance runners, triathletes, um, casual runners or even just geriatrics actually and um i wear a lot of hats it seemed like that <laughs> but uh uh yeah um my work is done either in person or virtual my residence physical therapy clinics um virtually through uh teleconference uh platforms and uh yeah I'm, I'm living the dream this is this is my dream job right here it's uh yeah <laughs> great to be um chatting with runners all the time like you Aaron <laughs> awesome uh, where did you learn biomechanics and and get this background from oh yeah um very late in life actually um I only I started running as an adult uh I started running at 29 and uh from there on I kind of my my interest and in, uh in running kind of peaked and I decided to switch gears from what I was doing before, which was what again I was doing, 
uh, human resources, actually, uh, <laughs> far from what I studied in school from. And uh, yeah, from there, meeting Ultraunners, working with Ultraunners, I decided to uh, go for business. And I started developing an interest in the sport and uh, um, uh, maintaining health and maintaining bone health. And I started uh, interning at physical therapy offices. And from there, my knowledge just grew and my, my curiosity grew. And then I got my certifications and uh, here I am living that aforementioned dream. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you ever attend physical therapy school or, uh, Oh no, no, I have not. Um, I'm, I'm a certified, uh, strength and, uh, conditioning specialist. So, uh, I, yeah, I essentially, um, work just with runners. I did not necessarily go to physical therapy school, but I have all of that knowledge just by working around physical therapists, um, and studying what they did and, uh, yeah, going from there and applying my knowledge on what I know as a strength trainer and what I know as uh, a, a run coach as well. So, yeah, from there, I just kind of, uh, yeah. It, I've, uh, I found Jesse, actually, uh, one of my runners that I coach turned me towards Jesse on Instagram and Jesse does um, almost, uh, it seems like a daily, if not by <laughs> daily videos that he posts, <laughs> uh, I see him on there. Like every day he's got something new. It seems, um, about doing, uh, either mobility or some kind of strengthening, um, regimen. And it doesn't require a lot of equipment, which is super cool. But, uh, some of these moves, Jesse, I have to ask, like, where did some of these you know, turn up? Did you create some of these? Were these just things you learned over time or adapted from, from certain things? Uh, a hodgepodge hybrid of all of those <laughs> things. Um, there's that saying where if you feel like you've created it, somebody actually thought of it first. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure it wasn't just me. Um, it, in terms of creativity, just I'm a big fan of just using what you have. If your body is all you have, if a wall is all you have, just use anything that you have in your disposable. Um, and yeah, no, I, I don't necessarily, I just go by it. I'm glad you guys enjoy it because I actually put very little effort in these things. <laughs> I, I, just, I just film it in between working out or uh, in between clients. And um, most of the time, what you see me do on social media and the videos that I post is something that I was already doing five minutes ago. And I just decided <laughs> to take my tripod and start recording myself because I feel like all you guys could either benefit from it or would really enjoy it. So yeah, yeah. thank Yeah. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, I mean, I, I, as you said, you use what you have around me and I thought there was, you know, I can think back to, I can think of two up top of my head where one, you were camping um and i think you were camping with your dog <laughs> and you yeah. were at a campsite and there was like a picnic table and you were doing mobility around the picnic table uh and then another one you were in a hotel i think and you had the micro fridge and you were using the micro fridge <laughs> to do movements um so yes just to give everyone context on what that is just so you don't wonder uh, I was doing a single leg deadlift while opening a low mini fridge, closing it, and then going back into position and opening a high microwave off of a wall. Um, to be honest, man, that was just for clicks. I was just having fun. The dog was right there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, it was, it was pretty creative. It was pretty funny. Um, I did enjoy that. Um, so, okay. So, uh, going back, you said you started running at the age of 29. Um, what, what brought that about? What, what interested you? What, how did you get into the, the world of running? Yeah. 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 Um, as we're discussing right now, I'm just realizing, wow, I'm, I'm actually past my decade of running. Yeah. That, <laughs> I'm 10 years now running. Uh, that was 2012 and, um, yeah, I started running 5Ks. Okay. <laughs> I just decided, yeah, I, I want to do something um, relatively healthy because I was definitely not back then. <laughs> and I ran 5Ks, ran more 5 I got so obsessed with 5Ks, Aaron. There was a point where I was actually running two or three every single weekend. Oh, my gosh. And I had this idea where I really want to do a sub 20, 20 minute. I'll, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Do it, do it. 
And I just kept doing it for about a year. Never did it. Never got a sub 20 minute. Um, I think six years later, after five years of ultra running, I went back to the track and did a 17 something without even trying. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, that's, let's just say that that's what ultra running does for you. That's, that's a little overreaching, but let's just say that. Um, but yeah, so um, through that, I met my friend, uh, Rick. Hey, Rick, what's going on? And, um, and uh, yeah, I met him on a group run and I remember he invited me to a trail run the day after. That was my first trail run. And like everybody else in that situation, I showed up in, in road shoes and I showed up in very heavy sweats and I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I started running with the same group over and over again every single week. And I just ran longer, ran longer. And uh, from there, I joined other groups, uh, the DC Capital Striders. It's a local uh, road running club here in uh, Virginia. And also the Virginia Happy Trails Running Club, which I believe you said you knew them. Uh, Hello, guys. What's going on if you're listening? And um, yeah, so from there, I just just aggregated to to 50Ks and 50-milers. And all of these were were done with friends just because that's what we do. We meet stupid people <laughs> who do stupid things and then we just skip going. And uh, I eventually ran my uh, first hundred miler and did more hundred mile pluses. And um, I started doing race series. There's a, a race series here uh, called the Beast series that I want to do again next year. Um, and then uh, I started running for ultra and through energy. So yeah, it's just a series of meeting people and doing fun things on weekends and, uh, and yeah, and just making sure that you're active all the time and moving. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how I got started essentially. Nice. Nice. And in that time, I I believe when, when you and I met, you said you have completed, was it 1200 milers? Uh, I don't do you know how many you complete? Because I don't really like ultra marathons. I can't remember, but yeah, it's about that much. Yeah, about twelve hundred miles somewhere. Yeah, in that park. yeah. I yeah. like. I always have to think back. No, I don't know my exact number to be honest. Um, yeah. like, I'd have to go back and like, how oh, well I did this, and I'll probably forget one or two. So right. Um, but you remember the miserable parts, but not uh, yeah, right. the right. exact yeah. number. Yeah. That yeah. I can talk about in great detail. <laughs> um. So, um, and you've done, as I think you have the Massanutten shirt on, right? Is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've you done go. that one, what you said five times? Yeah, I've done this. This is, this is a big party, man. The, the Virginia <laughs> Happy Trails Running Club that happens around May. Great weather. Fantastic. Um, it's my group's 100 mile run. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but what drives me to run further and to continue on to the finish line is seeing people that I love and that I know. <laughs> yep. And every single aid station in this race is just <laughs> that. It's just great faces with great smiles and people nice. that, yeah, you want to you want to talk to on a daily basis. But yeah, <laughs> this is a 103 miles. I believe it's closest to closer to 109. They've changed the course throughout the years. It's been going on since the early 2000s. It's uh, 16,000 feet of elevation, and it's just basically rolling. I don't want to say rolling hills. It's rolling mountains. It's lots <laughs> of when you climb, you climb, right. and when you run, you run. So yeah, there's fairly there's very little roads combined in this race, and it's just again, it's just a really big party. You're miserable somewhere in the middle, just because it's so <laughs> varying. It's like you get um, you get three different weather types during it. Um, your your quads are shot somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Uh, it's yeah, I, I love this race. I I can't really do it anymore. I believe I'm in charge of uh, food for the entire race from here on out. Um, have you done this? I think you said you, you, you not massive. Not, no, uh, I I did uh, grindstone up in yeah. that vicinity. Um, I got about eighty miles into Old Dominion. Um, so, okay. you know, I've been up in that neck of the woods. Um, you know, I did the B series up there, so I've, I've been in, Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been up in that neck of the woods and done, you know, some of the race up there, but not mass and nothing. Um, I would, you know, I want to do mass and nothing at some point in my life. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see when that happens. What's your uh, favorite series? What was, what's your favorite race in the B series? 
in the B series? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, yeah. I, I think it's probably a toss up. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Promised Land uh-huh. and, yeah. um, and uh, actually Mountain Masochist. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed those two. Um, you know, I liked the diversity of the courses. I like the finish line atmosphere, you know, yeah. like, uh, I think that was, you know, and, um, I would say probably, um, you know, Massanutten has that like post-race dinner and everything, which was, you know, I think it's just, it's a fun event. Uh, so yeah. I think those probably my favorite too. Um, cause you just kind of hang out at, at promised land, you know, you camp out at the start at the, uh, is yep. it the, the boy scout camp there? It is. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then, uh, and then afterwards everybody just kind of hangs out, which, uh, you know, it's just, it's a neat atmosphere. So the stack of thousand pizzas. In the yeah. Summer yeah. Yeah. That have been there for a full weekend. Right. You still right. Eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think those are my two. Yeah. What about you? Uh, definitely promised land. That's yeah. something that me and my friends, that's a, just a religious like experience for us every single year that we perform, but yeah, we'll hopefully do that again next year. Um, I love MMTR as well. Like you mentioned, that's, that was my very first 50 miler. I did that with my okay. friend, Steve and Sandy. And, uh, I, I, I love grindstone grindstone mm-hmm. was, I've only done that one time. That's mm-hmm. a hard rock qualifier. Yes. Um, I'm, Probably going to do that again in the next uh, couple of years. But yeah, that's my favorite series. Is that a, a goal to, to do hard rock eventually? Uh, yeah, I've been trying for eight years now. How long yeah. did it take you? Uh, let's see. So I was pretty fortunate because uh, Grindstone was 2016. Uh, yeah. and, and then, you know, it was just luck that I got in. Um, let's see. That was 20. 2018 the lottery for 2018 i got in as a waitlister but then the following year was the year they had the uh the avalanches and they had to cancel 2019 right and then 2020 was covid so i just kept moving up the waitlist you know nice. to like yeah it just really was you know a, a spot of luck that i just you know I, I got in four weeks before hard rock um so just a lucky yeah. <laughs> lucky, lucky guy um so yeah, I, yeah I mean, we were there in 2019. We just we just went. We just oh, went. A lot yeah. of people did that. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's. I mean, it, you know, it's just a. I mean, it is everything they talk about. That course is. I mean, just beautiful. Yeah, that's oh, no, so gorgeous. So I hope you do get to eventually. Thank you. Know, actually, get to do the event, and you know, made the made the luck of the draw I'll be with you this year. <laughs> Thank you very much. Whether I get in or not, and I'm just happy to be there. It's a <laughs> right. great atmosphere. I love it. Are you going to go back uh, next year just to be around it, or? I've been invited. I um I, I need to look at my schedule, but yeah, I, I plan on being there. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Um, anything else on the the bucket list? Uh, not real. I'm just happy to be running. <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be racing. Um, but yeah. Um, not really. I, I would love to do UTMB sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. That's really about it. I'm happy with the stuff around my, uh, we have so many hundred milers and 50 Ks in the, the, the area right here. Right. So I'm just happy to be around people and running. Have you gone over there to UTMB? I have not. No, no. I have a friend who just finished it, but yeah, that talk about, talk about energy, man. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yep. That's, yeah. that's an amazing event. Um, yeah, I, I like that's another one. I always tell people if you have the, the chance, it's definitely worth the experience. It's like crazy. The um, points. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not so sure, you know, anymore, <laughs> you know, it, it seems a little bit, um, I don't know. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, just making you do more UTMB races to, right. you know, so yeah. Um, I, I'm glad I, you know, I got in when I did and I didn't have to go through all that, but you know, for those that awesome. I do have to yeah, <laughs> go through the hoops, it's, I feel bad for him. Um, yeah. I mean, not that some of these locations, like, I don't think I'd, I'd mind really racing in Puerto Vallarta or, uh, you know, <laughs> or some of these places, but yeah, yeah. you know, in order to, to do it, it just, like you said, uh, it is a bit convoluted, but, um, but anyway, uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what you do. Um, so, uh, um, I, I went through the experience with, with Jesse. Um, so, um, you know, what brought me to Jesse was, I tend to develop uh, problems as I'm building back. If I'm not cognizant, this is what I expressed to to Jesse is that, you know, I'm coming back. uh, And as I come back, if I don't do the right things, 
I, I tend to get hurt. So, uh, you know, I wanted to just, you know, get his advice, see what he saw. Um, and, um, so we, we set up a session, we did a, a zoom call and, and went through, um, you know, he, he's put me through some movements. So Jesse, let's, let's talk about this process. Um, you know, like, would you term that as, um, a functional movement assessment or what, what did you, what do you call it? Or do you hate that term? <laughs> no, I definitely don't hate that term. I love that term. I love, I love all terms. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, there's so there's a different word for every single person. So whether it be functional movement, because somebody does not have function or does not have movement, or there's people who have too much of both and that I have to inject a little bit of strength here and there. So yeah, I, my job definitely revolves around um, um, functional movement. Uh, my job revolves around rewiring people. I'm, I'm going to use that word, rewiring the human body. Um, as athletes, yeah, as athletes, we, we've excelled at forward motion and running and climbing and pedaling, swimming, whatever, all in the sagittal plane, which means we're all going forward. And our bodies only respond well to that stimuli for a matter of time it all depends on each person and then the body eventually fights back and uh either by presenting pain or discomfort or or both because either the body wasn't prepared for the activity or the competition or whatever because the body wasn't strong enough or mobile enough to accept those training loads um, so we just keep running marathons or ultra marathons and <laughs> using inappropriate muscle groups or not knowing how to utilize the muscle groups that we have that are actually strong. So that's essentially where I come into the picture by finding those imbalances and finding the origin of those imbalances and then adding strength in the weaker spots or adding mobility in components that have a lot of limitations, um, rotate what doesn't rotate, extend what doesn't extend. So again, long-winded, but the gist is I find weakness and prescribe strength, and I find tight muscles, and I prescribe stretches, and look at pain patterns, uh, and create really well-rounded runners, just like you. And uh, that's what we did last two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yep. So uh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, um, Jesse prescribed me a regimen based on, on what we found, um, which was tremendous. Um, you know, I've, I've been doing the, the exercises, um, you know, they're, they're challenging, uh, but you know, he also, um, he also prescribes ways that we can modify them. Uh, we can make them more challenging, more advanced, or perhaps, you know, change the movement if there's something going on, um, you know, for instance, if your shoulder starts bothering you, <laughs> um, so, it's, um, you know, like I, I know, um, my right shoulder can, it's, it's a little bit tight and sore. <laughs> um, we've been doing like the, uh, um, the clamshells where you're up on your elbow and yeah. And the, uh, the doorway stretch, um, yep. but the, you know, putting that stress on, on the shoulder can start to hurt. So then, then I can talk to Jesse and say, Hey, you know, right shoulders getting a little bit sore. <laughs> How can I modify things <laughs> or what should I do to, uh, alleviate that? Um, which is great, you know, having that resource. Um, so uh, talk about a typical session, uh, run us sure. through like what you do and, and what you're looking at. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, for an assessment, uh, I essentially have, um, it's, it's a long conversation at first. Uh, what hurts, um, what's uncomfortable at what point of your run or your bike ride, is it uncomfortable or painful? Um, how long have you had this past pathology, um, history with physical therapy, history of injuries that might follow you for the rest of your life or the current situation that could affect how you're moving now or how you're, how you're, um, going on with your daily life now. And uh, talking about those first, just to have a general understanding of why this is happening, because I can only really relay information if the person understands what they've been through or what they're currently going through. And after that discussion, 
I do my basic assessment. I have them move. I have them stand on one leg, see which hip shifts and in what direction. Uh, this is all familiar to you, by the way. Um, have them touch their toes to see where in their body is, comp is compensating. And then uh, just seeing them generally walk around or maybe walk on their toes and heels. Uh, and then from there, finding out exactly, you know, what hurts during the movement and what isn't moving well, because those all combined, it gives me an idea of why this person is moving the way that they are moving. So if somebody has issues extending their back, that definitely probably means that they run with their, they don't have enough stabilization in their anterior or if they are in an anterior pelvically tilted position, that means that they're probably using your, their lumbar spine to run instead of, again, proper muscle groups like the posterior chain, your glutes, your hamstrings. Um, if it's hard for them to do movements while on a side plank or anything sideways, then that's an issue with stabilization and then finding out which side, right or left, is weaker, tighter. And then from there, I prescribe the exercises, the same ones that I've given to you, Aaron. And just, uh, yeah, again, making sure that we find as many variables as possible and finding a plan to turn them into constants. And uh, yeah, and go from there and just build and build and strengthen and stretch and just be the most consistent runner from there. So talk about who would be at the top of your list. Like they should prioritize doing this sort of assessment with you. Like who would that be? Yeah. Um, the person who would do an assessment would be, I believe the top of the list, absolute hierarchy. necessity. Is, yeah. A person who's in pain. Um, uh, I'm not a physical therapist, obviously please see a, a, a professional with a doctor at first. I am the next step to physical therapy. When the pain subsides, I'm usually the next step there, finding a way to build the person who does something to be absolutely a person who has been diagnosed and who has been uh, found to have biomechanical issues that cause pain and irritation in different areas of the body. And uh, from there, we build a plan to um to move on and to return to sport essentially or to return to anything you want to you know you love even just walking because uh, some people even just have pain walking um but that's at the top of the list and then the next one is just really especially here in washington dc where we have so many healthy people already and lots of type a personalities who take care of themselves really really well there's a lot of individuals here who are again already at the top of their game and then they're just realizing hey i just want to be proactive and i want to i kind of want to do the sport for the rest of my life and i would like to just have a basic plan that tells me exactly what i need to strengthen what i need to stretch in order to not necessarily get out of a stitch but in order to just continue being as strong as i can so mm -hmm. i don't get injured in the future so I guess the word prehab comes in here. So prehabilitation before you get injured, before we have prehab. So that's mostly what I do. Um, and then below that, just, I guess, people who just want to be altogether healthy and have not been doing anything at all, want some guidance of, you know, what they should be doing in order to stay healthy when they go into a chosen sport of their choice. Gotcha. Very good. Yeah. And so this person, let's say this is, um, you know, I was in the category that I wasn't injured, but I have a history. Right. And um, that, you know, I, I just want to make sure I get the exercises that, you know, if I, if you notice anything, lack of mobility, uh, lack of strength, you know, to, to do these things. Um, so you prescribe that as long as I am doing what, what you prescribe to do, uh, when do you like to typically follow up with that person? You know, like just to kind of check in and make sure things are going the direction you want. Do you have to modify anything? 
right? Um, yeah, you always want to modify something in between a training cycle. It's much like, you know, you're a run coach. It's exactly like that. When an athlete becomes a lot faster, then you have to make them do things that make them go faster. You have to increase effort. You have to increase every single part of their training cycle that would kind of uh, bring them to the next level or whatever you want to say. So with me, um, I typically follow up uh, after about two weeks up to a month. And then I rebuild that program. They no longer have that same irritation that they initially reported to me. They no longer have that pain. They feel um, comfortable in the spot that used to not be comfortable. And then from there, I just add, um, like, for example, if you're doing a side plank, side planks become easier. Then I add activity. I add movement. So I have them do a hip dip all the way up to the floor, or I have them do a horizontal abduction on their shoulder with a dumbbell. It, again, really, really varies per athlete, but I follow up in order to see what their current state is and to see if I have to regress or progress to the next movement in order to necessarily just like bring them back to sport. Right. So as, as runners, whether you be a, uh, a high school, you know, cross country yeah. runner all the way up to ultra marathon. Um, is there anything that you, you typically recommend to athletes, um, you know, be it like uh, a mobility routine or, um, you know, a strength routine or perhaps a combination of both? Yeah, definitely a combination of not just both, but a lot of other things. Um, <laughs> move in, I want to, yeah, move in directions that you're not good at moving. So I'm going to say that again, move in different directions that your body doesn't want to go to. So I believe, may I share our experience two weeks ago? No, of course. Yeah, yeah I, I believe your, from what I remember, your spine did not want to extend back. Right. And your hip did not want to go in two directions. It did not want to abduct. It didn't want to go out. I believe it was your right hip. And it did not really respond well to adding um, pressure into a, a, a knee drive, meaning that you did not have proper mobility in your hip flexors, those three muscles in the front of your hip. So, yeah. So based on those three things, I gave you, I believe a hip flexor stretch. And then I gave you uh, a bunch of little hip, hip stretches as well as uh, hip strengthening, uh, like a knee drive. And I believe I gave you a uh, I gave, I gave you a back extension or a spine yeah. rotation. So you're actually the perfect example of that. You, I found three things that did not move as well as they could. Um, you're generally okay, though, to be honest. Um, and then I added a stretch or strengthening. Um, I added both because there's not really such a thing as stretching without uh, strengthening. You have to make sure that your body's strong enough to accept the, the stretching, the load that you apply to it. So yeah, I added a strengthening and I added stretching on those three key areas that were missing. Um, and hopefully by then, just by adding those components, then running becomes a lot more comfortable. Even sitting becomes a lot more uncomfortable because especially where I live, there's a lot of people who sit down for 12 hours a day in front of a computer. Um, so it's really just about making sure that you're doing the right things, the, the proper movements to make sure that you're comfortable from beginning to middle to end and beyond of anything that you want to do, even in static positions, even sleeping, even uh, sitting down, like I said before, sitting down for 12 hours a day. And yeah, it's all about just being comfortable and prescribing exercises that put them in that situation. That's, yeah, that's great. And, and like you said, you, you try to meet people with what they have available to them. I mean, yes, obviously, I, you know, you and I went through and I have plenty of exercise equipment and there was, you know, you can get away with doing a lot with just the TheraBand, um, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, um, you know, it, it kind of begs the question, um, it does, um, 
does lifting does that you know and we can yes. we can even get more specific because a lot of a lot of runners that listen to this are trail runners um be it you know some of them are like most of them are going to be ultra but there are sub ultra runners as well but um when we talk strength uh is you know is is weights is that a necessity or can we you know as you said earlier just you know get away with just um, simple body weight and movements and exercises Correct. Yeah, yeah. So when you run, obviously you use your bones, you use your joints. So absolutely. When you use those two things, then you need to build those two things. So building bone is lifting. So lots of uh, either eccentric and concentric, meaning that you work really hard on lifting both the hard part or the easy part of the movement. And um, just uh, lifting to not only gain muscle mass, but at the same exact time to build joints and to build bones and to keep those healthy for the rest of your career or the rest of your life beyond that. Um, lifting is a necessity, of course, because um, when we, again, when we lift, we build mass. I wouldn't necessarily suggest just the absolute for runners. I don't necessarily just um, uh, recommend normal lifting. Try, uh, I typically give dynamic lifting. Um, so you can lift up in a, uh, a rotated motion. You can lift up while extending in positions that you're able to. But dynamic lifting is really the answer, not necessarily just uh, you know lifting, uh, doing a regular bicep curl. That's again forward motion. Coroners already do enough of that. But yeah, just just move yourself again in many different directions with loading because that's what your body needs. Your as a runner, you already go in one direction. So you need to make sure that your body moves in every single direction to gain that comfort that we were just talking about earlier. So, and uh, yeah. So that would be in addition um, to, you know, to the mobility and, and um, kind of work that you were prescribing, mm -hmm. would you, you would do in addition to that, like a right. lifting regimen. Okay. Right. Um, and what to an extent, by the way, like no runner should be working out and lifting for two hours. I want sure. them out there. I want them out there in, yeah. in the trails right. or whatnot. Right, right. Um, you know, I, I think um, it, I just, this I just interested in hearing your take. Um, in high school, in college, we focus a lot on form drills, right? Like yeah. these, creating these neuromuscular pathways. Um, to, you know, to get a repeated behavior so that the, the body in hopes, you know, moves in a certain pattern, right? Like you've got your A skips, your B skips, uh, C skips, um, for, for, you know, different types of runners, um, you know, w with what we do at the collegiate and high school levels, should that be something that we should apply to adults as well? What is your, um, what's your beliefs on, on form drills, if you will? Um, again, really, really just depends on every single person and what their current situation is. If somebody can't do a single pattern, they, if, they, if they're unable to move their body in a certain direction, then maybe you need to build up to that first. So it really, again, depends on their current situation. Um, so the suggestion is to just build up first and find the proper movements and do the proper drills for them. And then eventually you can do the same drills that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, you had um, mentioned mine, my program as kind of a precursor to running, um, kind of a warm up, if you will, yeah. um, which I believe in inactive warm ups. Um, you know, is that something typically you uh, you do for runners? Is prescribe it as something to do, you know, prior to running? Yeah, um, it's not really necessary. I understand there's parents who have young children um, and uh, people who just have work for 16 hours a day. So it doesn't really necessarily have to be in the beginning of the workout. It's preferred just because it opens up your gate. It just gets the blood flowing and making sure that you're just as active and mobile as you are before doing hard activity in any sort of effort level. And it's not, again, it's not necessary, but it is preferred to do them right before the actual activity right on um and would you say the same for um like your lifting session 
um you know I've, I've heard so many different what's what's your opinion in where should the lift be in relation to running should it be in in close proximity to it should it be you know hours afterwards how do you feel about that um me personally i do it hours afterwards i want to save my energy for my activity so i tend to run longer than five miles up to 20 these days i typically lift about I don't know, five hours out of that. Again, there's really no pattern with me. I'm busy. So I do it when I can. Mm-hmm. And I typically may just make sure that my tissue is as healthy as possible before the run. So I don't really necessarily do it beforehand, but just do it when you have time. When, oh, I guess I, I, sh- I should probably ask you too. Um, there's like, um, there's so many thoughts out there because um, we have, you know, yoga that holds these stretches for like long periods of time, right? Right. Um, what's, what's your typical kind of prescription for a, a stretch hold? Does it depend on age or how do you feel about, you know, the length yeah. of a hold? Right. Long duration stretches. That's what that's called. Um, again, it, it varies per person. So if somebody who has, and I see a lot of these people, by the way, in the Washington, D.C., a lot of people who, has, who hasn't stretched since 2016, right. uh, absolutely, they probably need a little bit more duration in their stretches as opposed to the person who does it every once in a while even. And uh, yeah, so just, again, it depends on each person and it depends on their pathology. So if they've recently had a, a, a knee replacement or whatnot, so they probably need less of that for now and just more range of motion and more joint work and more strengthening in the muscle attachments of those areas. But everybody could use long stretches. So what, yeah, every single person, um, whether a person who just walks around all day in their house and doing chores or somebody who does hundred mile races. So all, everything in that level will release the tissue and get the blood flowing and uh, get down into the fascia. So, yeah. Right on. Um, you, you said how you work with a lot of, of ultra runners. Um, you know, I, I, I would just ask you to kind of, you can stand up on your soapbox and, 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 you know, scream at the world, like how important it is to, to, to know these type of things, uh, for ultra runners, since we are the ones that are on our feet for, for so long, um, was there, would there be anything you would say to, to ultra runners that, you know, like, uh, right. cause typically, you know, ultra runners were the guys that were like, well, I just run, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, but since we're, we're engaged in it for so long, you know, I would have to imagine you can you know, obviously, you know, rebuttal this, but um, that it would be more vital for, for ultra runners to be a little bit more cognizant of right. uh, their, their strength and mobility um, weaknesses and, and inabilities. Right. Dude, for ultra runners, I feel like it's, it should be the same story, but they're a whole complete different piece <laughs> uh, running Running 100 miles is essentially destroying your body for for 24 hours plus. Um, There's not, I I don't really believe there's anything that you can do during or before or directly after that activity. It's something that you just need to be consistent with. Um, Yeah, so just be the, again, be the most well-rounded person that you know. Uh, Get uh, get in the point with a physical therapist and get diagnosed by, your um your your sub, your discrepancies and then find a professional to tell you what you should be doing do this a b c and just um complying to those things and just adding them to your just have a habit having a habit that will that will kind of tell your mind hey you're you're kind of doing something pretty gnarly and just just yeah just have a just have a proper plan just have somebody uh look at you assess and then have a proper plan to help you again move in the direction that you cannot move right cool very cool uh jesse what's uh what's coming up for you anything um yeah man i have i have 
First of all, I'm kind of helping out in a, a race tomorrow. I'm really excited. It's the Peanut Butter and Jelly 50K. It's <laughs> such a great name. It's again, it's one of those races by the Virginia Happy Trails Running Club. Um, I'm going to see a lot of people I know, both running and volunteering. Um, I plan on running that next year. I already told everybody that they're not they're going to see me volunteer less because I'm going to be I'm going to be on my feet a lot more next year. My first race of the year is I believe. Uh, Red Eye 50K, which was on January 1st. That's in a little park here called uh, Prince William. It's Rolling Hills. Um, it was actually the very last 50K that I ran um, a while ago. I took a long break from running, but I'm back. And uh, I would like to do a 15 miler sometime next year. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so uh, Mountain Mist will probably be my next. Um, Granted that, you know, as what's that? February, you said? I think that's January 28th. It's like the end nice. of January, as, as far as yeah. I remember. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a 50 miler. I'm looking at this one in Tennessee. Uh, it's um, there's kind of a, a gorge slash canyon in Tennessee, and you run the rim of it. Uh, so you go around the one side, dip down, come back the other side. Um, which is kind of replicates Western States pretty well, which is why oh, I, I chose that one. Uh, and then obviously leading into uh, the, the, the preview weekend for Western States, which is Memorial day weekend and then Western yeah. States. And then we'll see what the rest of the year holds. <laughs> so. Oh brother, that sounds good. It's, it's replicating Western States. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the hope is just to kind of, you know, be as close to, you know, replicating western states as i can aside from obviously what the heat will bring <laughs> oh um, man how but, are you in heat uh if i train for it pretty good uh you know having just done bigfoot I, I did a lot of sauna work and actually when it hit into the mid to upper 90s at bigfoot i was i was doing okay i mean it was hot but i mean like i, I could deal with it so um just stay on top of the fluids and and uh you know just be cognizant oh, good. Of, of all the signs and um, but yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I just, uh, actually messaged Craig Thornley this morning. Cause he, he said that last week we were supposed to get our invites for registration and, you know, oh, very cool. I, 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 you know, I was kind of like looking at my email every day and I didn't get it. So I like messaged him today. I was like, I'm just freaking out. Just want to be sure I didn't miss a message. <laughs> and he's like, no, yeah. we didn't send it yet. I was like, oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, that's so, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm enthralled about that. Um, just got to get this ankle healthy. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and we keep moving forward, but we'll see each other again. Yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> I will. I'll keep working and, and we'll, we'll schedule another one to follow up to, to kind of go over things. But um, Jesse, how can people find you on, uh, on Instagram and around the web? Yeah, um, that's essentially it right now. I'm still working on a website. I've never actually really needed one because I've had a steady flow of business, but I really need to. It's really unprofessional. But you can find me right now just on Instagram. Uh, Fuller runs far. Um, and uh, my email, same thing. Fuller runs far at gmail.com. All right. At Fuller runs far and Gmail. Cool. Um I will put all that in the show notes. I do recommend giving Jesse a follow on Instagram. If you are on that platform, like I said, he does some awesome videos and you can get some ideas of, of things to incorporate into your own running. Um, if you are having any issues, as Jesse said, uh, go see a medical professional, find out what's going on. And if you want further help in you know your plan to, uh, to get back to health, Jesse is a great resource. So um, reach you. out to Jesse with, with any questions you have. Um, Jesse, you're wonderful. Um, I <laughs> thank you. And for you're coming. wonderful. <laughs> thank you for, for coming on Thanks and for having me. everything. I really appreciate your, uh, your wealth of knowledge and, and you sharing what you do and, and your help for, for getting us back to, to getting the healthy runners. So thank you. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's my passion. I do it every day. Thank you so much for having me. As I said in my intro, Jesse is just an incredible individual. Um, I certainly wish him well. Uh, I will certainly be back with Jesse. Uh, I unfortunately hurt my ankle. Uh, we're trying to determine if I have a stress fracture. Uh, I, I sprained it about three times, and the third time it finally really just uh, 
put me uh, put me out, unfortunately. Um, so hopefully uh, it's not a stress fracture, but it is acting like one. Um, so I've been trying to be uh, be good about wearing a boot and uh, and being careful, uh, not running right now. Um, not even cross training, just trying to let myself <laughs> heal up, uh, after having the calf injury. And now this, um, that's just gonna kind of take a break and make sure that I'm healed up, do my, uh, my due diligence, um, as Jesse was talking about in this episode, uh, of kind of rehabbing my ankle. I need to re-strengthen it because, uh, going over the third time, it just, it's too weak, you know, to, to do everything that I love doing on the trails. So, um, you know, I have an uh, appointment, so I have a follow-up to kind of assess what's going on and see, you know, exactly, um, you know, if it is a stress fracture or not. Obviously when I had the x-ray, um, it was too early to tell I would have had to get an MRI. So, uh, it's kind of a wait and see situation. Uh, so it is what it is, uh, as frustrating as it is, uh, it's what it is. <laughs> so, we're going to keep moving forward and, uh, and doing what I can to get back healthy. Uh, just like as, as Jesse kind of described in this, this episode here. So, um, but that said, uh, I received my, uh, invitation to register for the Western States 100. Uh, so I am super duper excited about that. Um, I, I, you know, I filled out my information and I am in for Western States. So, um, kind of surreal, you know, I'm I, like, I kind of, just it, it's one of those unbelievable moments uh when that happens for you know uh to be dreaming about this for uh well um you know the last 6 years of getting in you know it's just uh um it's it's incredible to to have this opportunity so uh, I'm really looking forward to it and that's why I am just doing everything I can to uh to make sure this ankle is okay and that I get it healthy so that I can train and and get on my way um so, uh, that's, you know, that's, oh, man, what a, what a great feeling to get that into Western States. Um, I've got a ton of shoes that I am waiting to, uh, to, to get on, to go running in. Um, I just purchased the new, um, Olympus, uh, the road version, uh, the, the Via or Via. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. I haven't heard. Um, but the Olympus came out with a road edition, the ultra Olympus. Uh, I was so happy with, um, the, uh, the, uh, the trail version that, uh, I'm, I want to try out the, the road version. So got a pair of those on the way. I'm super excited about those. Um, you know, I'm going to be, uh, getting the newsletter out. I'm a little bit behind on that. Just a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, winter track is starting up. So, um, a lot of organization for that. And just, uh, with everything else going on, uh, I hadn't had a chance to sit down, uh, and, and work on the newsletter. Uh, but I will be getting that out. So if you're interested in the newsletter and haven't subscribed yet, you can do so on my website. There's a link in the show notes, my website, mrrunningpains.com. You can subscribe there. It's free. It's a monthly edition. I try to put as much information about training, racing, uh, gear reviews, all that in the newsletter. I uh, finished up my Bigfoot race report, and that's what kind of put me behind. Uh, 15 pages. <laughs> it was a 15-page Word doc. So uh, yeah, I tried to really th- think about as many details and things, and I had to go back and insert things because I thought of things after I had written them. So um, I don't expect everybody to read it. It's kind of, uh, you know, obviously more of a personal recount. Uh, if I ever <laughs> decide to, to kind of put out a book um, about my adventures. Uh, so, um, but 15 pages, man, it was, it was a long time, but it is up on my blog. Uh, it is a three parter. Uh, so let's see, we, this is November, right? So, um, September and October have parts one and two respectively, and then part three will come out in this, uh, newsletter, but they are all on my blog, which is again in my, uh, in the show notes. So you can check those out. And again, newsletter will be coming out. Uh, just trying to get through a few things and keep up with uh, the the daily things before I, I finish off that newsletter. But I will be getting that out. So stay tuned. Um, also want a quick thank you uh, to my newest Patreon supporter, 
Cullen Hicks. Uh, Cullen is uh, just an amazing human. <laughs> I say that a lot, but I am surrounded by some amazing human beings, and I have the joy of knowing so many, and Cullen is definitely one of those. Uh, she, I just respect her and what she does. She's an amazing runner. Um, you know, it's, it's just incredible to see the things she still does. I believe she's racing the shut-in trail race this week. Uh, wish her and everybody lining up for shut-in, uh, tremendous luck. I think I have about seven or eight athletes myself that are racing shut-in, which is just incredible. Um, so super cool. Uh, so Colin, thank you. And thank you to my other Patreon supporters, um, Leah Lanier, Teresa Bauer, uh, excuse me, Teresa Bowser. Uh, Teresa's racing this weekend. Uh, she is racing the Sky to Summit 100K. Carolyn Morrisow, uh, Mike Sears, Julia Jordan, Nicole Burnham, Peter Kao, uh, William Weedman, uh, and Will and I are actually uh, doing a podcast. I'm actually recording after <laughs> after I record this. Will and I are actually doing a podcast together. We're going to talk about his training and execution of the Tour de Jean's, um 200 mile, 200 plus miler uh, in Europe. So I'm excited to talk to Will. Uh, and I should go back. Nicole Burnham is actually lining up this weekend too. Uh, she is doing a 30-hour event. Um, it's uh, the Hamster Wheel, I think, in New Hampshire is what it's called. So good luck to her. Um, Philip Taylor, Martin Thorne, Nancy Lewis, Victor Dostro, uh, Kendall Weaver, Nate Heaslip, Austin Elder, and Tori Greaves. Uh, I just want to thank all of them, again, for their continued support on Patreon. I really do sincerely appreciate everybody, everything everyone does. Um, it really does help me. Do everything. Um, it makes it makes me want to work harder to uh, to put out podcasts that are meaningful. Uh, I sincerely appreciate the feedback that that folks are giving. Uh, I got a lot of feedback from the footwear episode um, that a lot of you enjoyed that, and so I, I thank um, Nathan again for his time and sharing his expertise. Uh, more to come, uh, you know, with not only with footwear and uh, and gear, but uh, you know, with training and 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 again, like I talked about, you know. With, today was was kind of focused on how we can um how we can get better or how we can stay healthy so jesse i appreciate him and his time um if you want to have a conversation about coaching please reach out uh i am taking on uh new runners and with uh 2023 on the horizon if you have goals that are coming up and you want to talk about training for those goals i'm happy to have that conversation uh and and see if we are a good fit for coaching so please reach out you can uh, connect with me in any way, uh, email through my website, uh, social media, Strava, whatever is best for you. Don't hesitate to reach out. Happy to have that conversation. We'll start with a phone call and talk and just let you know what I do, how I do things and see if it's something that works for you. So please reach out. Happy to have that conversation. Other than that, uh, I was supposed to race Sky to Summit this weekend. I was going to do the 25K, but obviously with my ankle being what it is, I had to drop from that. So um, I understand, <laughs> you know, not to say I'm not bummed, but uh, anyway, you know, we, like I said, we keep moving forward. Uh, looks like my next race on the calendar is going to be Mountain Mist down in uh, Alabama. And that is January 28th, I believe. I don't know if I'll get anything in before then. I just hope to get back to health uh, and get back to training so that um, you know, I, can, I can start preparing and getting ready for, for Western States. So, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> That's what I keep telling myself. It, it is what it is, and I just have to do what I can to get back to health. So trying to take that positive attitude and, uh, and just do everything in my power to <laughs> to to get back and uh, and get running again because it you know I really I miss it I love this time of year uh, as I'm sure most of you do you know the weather's changing uh, with the leaves change and everything it's just a great time to be out there so um, yeah I've just been taking my dog Miles for a bunch of walks right now uh, just trying to get outside um, but at the same time not trying to overdo it on my ankle so. Uh, I hope you are well. I hope your training goes well. Uh, if your fall race is coming up, I wish you luck. I hope you have a great race. And uh, I thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. Uh, if you can consider supporting me on Patreon, I really appreciate that. Again, links in the show notes and on my website. Uh, if not, please share, review um, You know this podcast. Uh, you know, Leave a rating or review. That really does help. Or share it with a friend if you found something helpful. Uh, it's just uh, great to get this out there. Uh, I try to be a good resource for everything. So, um, And keep those suggestions coming if you have guests you want to hear from. 
there's, you know, it's right now I've kind of been overwhelmed. There's just so many great performances going on and so many people. Uh, so it's, I'm trying to get as many podcasts as I can recording. I'm, I'm actually getting backed up now, uh, cause I, I have so many recordings, uh, but it's it's great. Uh, I might start releasing twice a week because I just have uh, so many guests and ideas, which is a great place to be. So we'll see about that. <laughs> um, I did release my first Patreon-only uh, podcast. Uh, I had one of the Patreons ask, uh, uh, you know, t- for a specific topic, so I did a um, uh, a Patreon-only um, podcast. So uh, those I'll be doing about every two weeks as a way of saying thank you to my Patreon supporters. So again, if you can support in that way, I totally appreciate it. I'm trying to give them a little extra for their support. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just tremendous. I thank you guys. So, uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Um, I will talk to you next week, next week. Uh, actually I have the, uh, Woodward brothers on Canyon and forest Woodward. Uh, they are just tremendous guys. They came up with a film. It's a documentary about, uh, um, uh, uh a, uh, the Senate race in, uh, in Maine and, um, and, and Canyon's involvement. It's, it's a, it's a tremendous film. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll share that conversation next week. Uh, and then again, I'll be talking to Will about the Tour de Jean's and his training. So that will be coming up as well. Uh, so a lot of stuff to come. I hope, uh, hope you're enjoying these episodes. I appreciate you all. And until next time, keep running my friends.